Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We're holding today, Baruch Hashem, Dav Zayin, Amud Aleph, 7a. We're holding in the middle of a sugya here, talking about Talmud Torah, very, very important sugya about learning Torah study, how we're supposed to study Torah, and uh, we're going to pick up with... Are you sure, Rabbi? Yes, 7a. Zayin Amud Aleph, yes. Let's go from Amar Rabba Barbachana. Yeah, let's go from there. Amar Rabba Barbachana. We did this yesterday, or last week, but we'll go from here because it picks up the sugya. It's the thir- third middle line on the page. Amar Rabba Barbachana. Exactly. Everybody see that? Everybody see it? Good? Eliezer, you got it? So about three lines down here. You got it? Why is the words of Torah compared to fire? Like the Pasuk in Yermia tells us, My words, the words of Torah are like fire, says Hashem. So what's the comparison? tells you, Just as fire does not light by itself. Remember we spoke about Boy Scouts. When you want to make a fire, you need to rub two pieces of wood together. It makes the friction and it causes heat. Eventually make a fire. You need two of them. You mean two people. So too, a person, unless you have a lighter, lighter. exactly. Ah, it's good. I'll say in a second. So too, when it comes to the great Torah, they're not retained, they're not kept, they don't continue as a person sitting by himself. And Mamash learned this morning in Peregrine a similar idea. You sit by yourself. Sometimes it's necessary, but it's not ideal. The more ideal, the more ideal thing to do, you sit with a chabura, you sit with a chavuta, because when you discuss topics of Torah, it creates clarity. It creates things you didn't think about. You never thought about certain things. <laughs> yeah. The Rebbe goes, the students go too. Exactly. Exactly. They can't go without the Rebbe. Exactly. Exactly. They need, you need that, that back and forth. You need the, a good pressure in a, a certain way. A different perspective. Exactly. Now this is the new material. How we would know <clears throat> that Rabbi Yochanan would become the Gdol Ador if we wouldn't have Ilfa. That's right, you're right. In a it could be. He, right? he pushed him. actually pushed him outside of the Shiva. It could be, you're right. And you wouldn't know that he's actually here in there the Malachah Sharen. There you go. Rabbi Yossi Bar like Rabbi Yossi Bar says, what does it mean in Yirmiyah when the Pasuk tells us? It says, this is a very strong Pasuk. It says in Yirmiyah, Cherev El Abadim. Literally means a sword against those who are badim. Badim is lashon levad, a sword against those who sit by themselves. Vinoalu, and vinoalu means they become foolish. Okay, a sword against those who sit by themselves. Vinoalu means they become foolish. It becomes silly. So what does it mean? Oh, that's different. So what does it mean? Badim refers to talmidei chachamim who are sitting and learning Torah by themselves. But they're learning Torah. Oh. But they're learning Torah by themselves. And that's a problem. 
Cherev also, and the Gemara uses a euphemism. This is what we call in Gemara, Lashon Saginaha. What does it mean? You call somebody who's blind, Saginaha, which means he has a lot of light. It's a euphemism. It's a way of roundabout. You're not saying it's straight. So the Gemara here says a similar idea. Cherev, it means the way you interpret the verse is as follows. A sword should go on those who hate Talmidei Chachamim. And really it means on the Talmidei Chachamim. But what does it mean, the Cherev? What's the it means it's, they're, they're, they're going to get punished. That's what it means. A sword against the Talmidei Chachamim. But it says, because it doesn't want to say a sword against the Torah scholars because that would be too harsh. So it says against the haters of the Talmidei Chachamim. But it means, it means the Talmidei Chachamim. Why? Because they're sitting individually, one and one, by themselves, learning Torah. One of the ways that you acquire proper Torah understanding is with Chavura, with Chavurta. Oh, so now, if, that's what, that's what I said, if somebody has no option, so you sit by yourself. And by the way, also, there are certain times it's better to learn by yourself. You need to clarify a topic, you're reviewing, maybe you don't, but it is, Chamkanievsky, the Gedolei Ador used to learn by themselves. It's not, but you can't push away from the tzibur altogether. You have to have chavutot, you have to have chavura, shiurim, things that you could talk out what you're learning because otherwise what ends up happening very quickly is you don't understand it properly, you paskin wrong, the halacha comes out wrong, your hashkafa gets messed up, everything gets messed up. You need back and forth. We live as a society. We're social creatures. And for our understanding and learning, we need that as well. So it's a very strong language. A sword against, really what it means to say is, the Torah scholars who are badim, who sit by themselves, bad bevad Torah, sitting by themselves and learning Torah, if they're doing that too much in the wrong way, that's considered something they're liable to get killed by the sword. Very strong language. It's a similar idea. Isha has a different reason, but, but no, a similar but idea. You can take yeah. it also for like the, the, the effect of the being alone compared to the, the place of being with Chavua or just being with another person. Yes. It's completely different. No? Correct. In Hebrew, we say, Tovim Ashnai Mina Echad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a pasuk. I, uh, it's a pasuk. I don't agree with it personally. What do you disagree? What's your opinion? I, uh, when I had a woman with me, I only had it. Oh, me, you're talking about the woman, not learning. You're saying. No, uh, yeah, you said, no Tova Adam Belevon. You know, Rabbi, what's his name? Dora Dor Shalan, I don't call him Dora. Ovadia Yosef. Ovadia Yosef. No. When he died, his like, line of ladies wanted to marry him. With his wife died. His, his wife, wife died. died. Yeah. Line of people wanted, uh, girls wanted to marry him. He said, no, I don't want to. He lived all his life by himself. When we so what are you going to say? A quarter no, of no, his no, life, no, we will no, be able to... have to do with what he wants. In his age, Nothing. it's different. Okay, so in my age, I rather say, if God send me somebody, I won't say no. I will see what's what, but I'm not going, I'm not going to look for somebody, for sure. Somebody come along. Hey, you got burnt also. If you huh? get bur- it's different because you got burnt also. No, not Me- meaning it, uh, you didn't want to. You, you don't. Wa- <laughs> <laughs> I understand, but you don't want to because like you're hesitant. You're not. Uh, I know what is involved. That's yeah, right. That's right. Little, you're hesitant. You're more cautious. Mucci, you're more cautious. Too yeah. costly. Give me, take me. Why? How? La, la. All right. You're different. Give me along. Uh, I do what I want. You're safe. But you're learning to what? The path of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You. That's what. Also, you were married, by no, the way. You were married. You, you have kids already. You did all of it. It's not. What, what? In shul. 
Yeah. Don't hear people complaining about the, the, the AC is too cold, yeah. the night is okay. too bright. Is but and it's not, but not when very it's your wife, when you, but just, you <laughs> take it more seriously, it's because it's not, you sleep on a couch. You know what I'm talking You got it? It's a different story. Yes, we're a different stage. It's true. You're right. I, I, don't I don't disagree with you necessarily. If I was yeah. younger, much younger, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I need somebody. The yeah. first mitzvah in the Torah is what? Yeah. I already proved all five times. Yeah, okay, no, you also, yeah. Listen, you do find also sometimes you have older people who get divorced or their spouse dies and then they do remarry. And sometimes not. Yeah. It happens. It's not, not a crazy thing. It's not a, it's not a crazy thing. Right. Let's continue. So we said back to the story here. Strong language, cherev el which means cherev on the talmidei chachamim who learn by themselves. That's number one. And number two, velo od, and not only that, ela shemitapshin. Mitapshin is lashon tipesh. They become stupid when you sit and learn by yourself. Again, it means too much. It means you're you're totally removing yourself. You're not talking to people. You become stupid. Why? Because everything that you're learning, it's all based on your own mind. It's all your all your own Maybe calculation. You Maybe you're wrong. You're coming to the wrong conclusion. You're wrong. That could be so you're going to become stupid, and that's a big problem. because the pasuk says v'noalu. V'noalu means you're going to become foolish. Odin says the Gemara not only that, ela shechot in. And what ends up happening now is you learned the wrong halacha. Nobody was there to correct you. So now what's going to end up happening is you're going to paskin wrong and you're going to end up sinning. So that's why it's very important. How do we know that in the pasuk? Because k'tiv the pasuk here says, Yirmiya, that we were talking about, v'no'alu, it uses this language of v'no'alu, v'k'tiv and it says elsewhere, in Ba'alotecha it says, asher no'alnu v'asher chatanu, exactly, slichot, it says, asher no'alnu, the same language, v'asher chatanu. You see these words are connected, and you become foolish, and then you sin. So here where it says, v'no'alu, it means you're going to end up sinning as well. Iba'itema, or there's another source that no'alu is referring to sin. Me'acha, because the Pasuk tells us in Yeshaya, no'alu sare tzo'an, the officers of tzo'an, uh, became foolish, and they caused Mitzrayim to stray, to go the wrong way. So it's a similar idea. Stray means to do an Avera. That's the same idea. You see there's this association between you become foolish, and then you end up doing the wrong thing. You end up doing Avera. So therefore, when we learn by ourselves, A, there's a cherev against us. It's a bad thing. B, we become foolish. C, we paskin wrong. We end up sinning. So this is something, in order to stay in check, it is very important to have that back and forth. I mamash learned today in Perkei Avot. We didn't come this morning. But I learned today, uh, the second Mishnah in the third chapter, it says, the Mishnah there tells us, that if two people are sitting, so it's a very bad thing. It's a very, very bad thing. And the Mephoshim learn, even if they're both learning by themselves, you hear that? That's what the Mephoshim learned. If they're learning separately, two people, Sheyoshvim, are sitting, the keyword is on Benehem. It's unbelievable. They're not talking to each other. So I don't hold of you because I think you can't teach me anything. You don't hold of me, so we're not talking to each other. That's a problem. Now, if we're just Would learning, like, like, if we're just learning different subjects, not, it, but if, but if I'm not going to talk, oh, I think you're stupid. I can't learn yeah. from you, and you say the same thing. That's ve'en benem. That's a problem. That's a big problem. That's an issue. Here. Unbelievable. I don't know, maybe you can interpret it, interpret it, uh, 
Yeah, could be, could be. You could say a pshat like that, maybe. But either way, that, that's that's the some unfortunate learning the Mishnah there is that it's not just an issue if they're in benam devrei Torah means, but there is uh, they're talking about sports. No, it means even if they're both learning by themselves something separate and they don't want to talk to each other because they think he's not smart enough to teach me something. He's not. That's also a big problem. That's also an issue. Unbelievable. It comes out like that. That's some unfortunate. Okay, back to the story here. Let's continue. Amar of Nachman. Let's continue now. Amar of Nachman. Amar of Nachman by Yitzchak. Amar Nachman by Yitzchak teaches us. Lama nimshelu devrei Torah keetz. Why is devrei Torah compared to a tree? Shneemar in Mishlei the pasuk tells us. We say this on Shabbat. We say it all the time. Etz chayim hi lemachazikim ba. Beautiful pasuk. It's a tree of life for those who grab it, for those who grasp it, who support it. It's a beautiful. That's what the Torah is. Why is the Torah compared to a tree? What are we supposed to learn from that? To tell you this is such an important yesod, this, this, what we're about to say, huge. This is change the world. It teaches you, ma'it katan tagadol. A small piece of wood lights the big pieces of wood. You ever made a bonfire before? Anybody yeah. made a bonfire? How do you make a bonfire? Do you light the big, the big, the big piece of wood that's there? That's not how it goes. What do you do? First, you set up, you set up a bunch of little wood chips. You light a little piece of paper or something. You light the wood chips. The wood chips catch fire, and then the little, the bigger pieces. Until finally, the big pieces of wood are lit on fire. That's how you light up a bonfire. So when it comes to d- wood. Just as the small wood, the little chips, the little matches, cause the big log, the big piece of wood to become lit. The little Talmidei Chachamim, the young one, the little scholars, the, the pre-K students maybe, I mean the Talmidei Chachamim, but the young ones, they sharpen the greater ones. They sharpen the older ones, the greater ones. Why do they sharpen the greater ones? How does that work? So exactly, Rashi learns exactly right. The kids, the little ones, why are they sharpening the greater ones, the older ones? They have questions. Because they have a lot of questions. Meaning, they're constantly, kids are asking questions all the time. Not only that they be I mean, I say kids, it's, it's not Dafka kids. But why is it not Dafka kids? I'm saying kids. It means people are curious. They're curious. They want to know. So they constantly... They ask your like your kid has you know, a thousand questions a day about, not about Torah necessarily, but just... So in Torah, you learn with those kids. They're curious. They're interested. They ask you a thousand questions. You have to clarify pshat because of all those questions that they're asking you. <laughs> As they, they're asking all kinds of... And you want to make sure you're presenting it right. Exactly. Why is the sun is hot? Why is the sun yellow? That's a smart question, yeah. How tall is this? Yeah. How tall is this building? Exactly. A thousand <laughs> questions. taught. This is the most fam- one of the most fa- famous statements in all of Shas. I learned a lot of Torah from my rabbis. From my friends, I learned more than I learned from my rabbis. From my students, more than all of them. Says Rashi. Why? The words of Rashi, very important Rashi. He says, because Rashi says, uh, if you look at that Rashi, it's uh, about a third of the way up from the bottom of Rashi. Rashi says, because they're asking all the time. 
Every moment, every hour, they're asking questions. So the small ones, the children, the younger ones, the less advanced ones, sharpen the greater ones because of all the questions that they ask. And that's an unbelievable statement. Think about that for a second. Rabbi Hanin, it says, I learned a lot of Torah from my rebellion. Beautiful. I learned from my friends. more from my friends, from my chavrutot, and I learned the most from my yeah. students. So everybody asks over here. I don't understand. Who do you learn your Iker Torah from? You, you sit in yeshiva, you learn from your rabbis. So how can we say, it seems in the list, they, he's saying I learned the least from them. How is that possible? Okay, learn from all Adam. But he sat in yeshiva for 10 years learning by his rabbi. So that's interesting, it's circular logic. I hear. And you have to find the trust. There is a question that sometimes you don't even think of. And they're bringing you this question from a naive place. <coughs> with common sense. Okay, there is sun, you a circle, you know, mm-hmm. and the sun and the moon and the solar, whatever. They keep thinking, okay, like why, why the sun is like in this size? Right. And why is there? And you don't think about those things in, in that So there's way. different kinds of learning. That's really what it comes down to. When you sit with a Rebbe, you're learning. So he's teaching you the facts on the table. Right? You learn Gemara, uh, Halakha, Musa, whatever it is that you're learning. But it's not sharp because you're not challenged to develop it yet. Your Rebbe doesn't challenge you to develop that in yourself. But then you talk it over with your friends and you argue with each other. When you argue it over with your friends, then it challenges the perspective. Well, he thinks different than me. Rebbe, you're just listening. Rebbe, you're just listening to what he says. You put it in your heart and you keep it with you, hopefully. Discuss it over with your friends. It sharpens it more because there's this back and forth. When it comes to your students, it sharpens it the most. It's true. Information, you learn so much from that. But in terms of the clarity of topics, this is, this is posh and obvious. I can tell you from teaching different grade levels for sure. The, the clarity you get from teaching other people is far more superior. It's without question more significant than anything you learn on your own, anything you learn from your rebellion, without question. Without question. Not even a question. So that means, my students the most means I clarified the things. So I had the topics, I understood them, but I clarified them, became real to me in a way that was never before. That's a simple way to learn over here. Is it clar- because they're constantly asking. And because I need to present it. That's why it said, Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly, right. It's a good thing, right, right. Yeah. Now that that is going to come. No, because you see, you see those tabutas. It's true. But the thing is, I, the, when you tell me Deem, A, they're more interested, they're more curious, so they're asking more questions. B, you could teach a class of five people, six people. There's, everyone has a kasha. Everyone has a question. You learn one-on-one. So there's more challenge. There's more topics to understand clearly. And that's a tremendous thing. One by one could only, could only get whatever right. it is from Right, right, right. I will point out, yeah, I will point out, I've heard before, a very interesting thing is today, because we have Sfarim, there's a tremendous amount that you can learn from Sfarim. Meaning, 
your, your sefer is, yeah, is, your like, cha, is like your like friend. It's like your chavuta to a certain. Because there's so much information. Baruch Hashem, we have so many sefarim. Halacha, Mara, Musar, we have so much we could learn from. It's tremendous amount. Yeah, we have four people from each corner. You know that they know. Some people write like you know. Yeah, yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. Because they just learn from different corners. Right. So today, oh, Hashem, there is so much shefa. Yeah, yeah. So it's amazing. Just like, you know, exactly. yeah. They explain the Gemara, then the Gemara exactly. is explained, then that explained, then explained. Exactly. There's no excuse to say I didn't. There's no excuse. Yeah, because no excuse. we have books nowadays that are for our gener- yeah. like for yeah. our understanding, not like the only excuse. The only excuse would be if a Jew lives in some far off country and he's never heard of Jews or whatever, like something like that. Uh-huh. Other than that, which doesn't basically doesn't exist today. You don't want book, yeah. go to YouTube. You don't want YouTube, go exactly. you get WhatsApp message. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. There's no excuses. And people still have, so they still think they have excuses, but there's no excuses. Today there's no excuses not to learn Torah. It's, 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 it's like uh, far is, beyond. But I agree, you, it's good to learn in a, with a sefer by yourself, but this Habruta, I think... Of course, better. of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Like I said before, we're the best team in We're lucky, we're lucky. The best, the best sefer here. Okay, um... Yeah, okay. I guess I guess we'll pause here for today and we'll do ch- ch- Chazara. It was a very interesting topic. Yeah, very we'll pause here. Topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I'll just point out on that last point that he just said is today, there's no excuses, not just because of Sfarim, YouTube, all of that. I don't understand English. You have a thousand shiurim online in the snap of a finger in Hebrew, Spanish, Russian, Chinese. You can find in, on any topic you're interested in with any accent. Literally with any accent. Yeah. Okay. They have in Bukharian. Exactly. In Russian. Unbelievable. Yeah. They translate it to all the What's the mission now? That's why there's no excuses. Even in Korea, they translated the Gemara. You know that? All right, we'll stop here, Heber. We'll pick up here tomorrow. The mission is this.